thanksgiving. How can we be thankful amidst the incredible global challenges of our day? Global financial crises, unparalleled personal challenges, civil unrest and violence. How ironic that the events of Ferguson, Missouri would take place on Thanksgiving week. What do we ha possibly have to be thankful for? I have found myself asking that very question at times in my own life, amidst my own personal challenges. But somehow my challenges are always placed in perspective. I've discovered as a pastor that there always seems to be someone with greater challenges. The mother who told me that her and her son had not spoken for more than a month because of a rift in the family. The friend who poured out his heart to me over the demise of his marriage and family. The parents whose daughter was ruthlessly murdered while she was a student missionary on the island of Yap. The father and his two sons who were seriously injured after church when a fellow worshiper had a heart attack and lost control of his vehicle. The eight Adventists who were brutally massacred on their way to church last Sabbath by Muslim extremists. Juxtaposed, my problems are nothing. My problems are child's play. And when I do become anxious about life's challenges, I find great hope and comfort in these words penned by Ellen White. In reviewing our past history, having traveled over every step of advance to our present standing, I can say, praise God. As I see what the Lord has wrought, I am filled with astonishment and with confidence in Christ as leader. We have nothing to uh, fear for the future, except we forget the way the Lord has led us and His teaching in our past history. And this from the desire of ages. God never leads His children otherwise than they would choose to be led if they could see the end from the beginning and discern the glory of the purpose which they are fulfilling as co-workers with Him. I'm reminded of the journey of the Israelites. In order for them to inhabit the promised land, they first had to cross the Jordan River at flood stage. And once they crossed the Jordan River, there were other obstacles like Jericho. Things haven't changed. All our promised lands require us to cross a flooded Jordan River and face daunting obstacles. God allows the trials and challenges we experience in life to prepare us for what's ahead. 
They grow us for the future. The Israelites didn't face the challenge of Jericho until after God brought them through the challenge of the Jordan River at flood stage. Joseph didn't interpret Pharaoh's dream until he first interpreted the dream, dreams of the baker and the butler. David didn't face Goliath until he had defeated the lion and the bear. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't face the fiery furnace until after they faced the 10-day test of Daniel chapter 1 and the death threat of Daniel chapter 2. The challenges we face today, though they may seem overwhelming to us, are God's way of preparing us for the journey ahead. James chapter 1, we read these words. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And then the Apostle Paul penned these words to the Roman Christians. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produce, produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. Often when things seem hopeless, that's when we see the glory of the Lord. I love this quotation. In the hour of greatest need, when discouragement would overwhelm the soul, it is then that the watchful eye of Jesus sees that we need His help. The hour of man's necessity is the hour of God's opportunity. When all human support fails, then Jesus comes to our aid and His presence scatters the darkness and lifts the cloud of gloom. Do you remember from our teaching earlier this year, Luke chapter 10? The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Over the past few months, I've had many times of wrestling with God over this very passage. We've lost some laborers to the closure of the media center. Lord, we prayed that you would cast out laborers, but it seems that we're going backwards. How are we going to make it? Then I'm reminded that every promised land has its flooded Jordan River. Listen to the gem of inspiration from Desire of Ages. Worry is blind and cannot discern the future. But Jesus sees the end from the beginning in every difficulty, He has His way prepared to bring relief. Our Heavenly Father has a thousand ways to provide for us of which we know nothing. Those who accept the one principle of making the service and honor of God supreme will find perplexities vanish and a plain path before their feet. The devil is attempting to discourage and distract us. Yet through the challenges we face today, God grows us for tomorrow. Revelation chapter 15 reveals one of the greatest earthly challenges yet to come. 
the initiation of the seven last plagues. But I want you to notice what happens in verses 2 through 4. Before the seven last plagues are, are even poured out upon the earth, before Jesus even tells John the Revelator about the calamity yet to come, God reveals this to John. Revelation chapter 15, And I saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire, and those who have the victory over the beast, over the image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, standing on the sea of glass, having harps of God. They sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are the works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. Who shall not fear you, O Lord? And glorify your name, for you alone are holy, for all nations shall come and worship before you, for your judgments have been manifested. Yes, before God shows John the Revelator, judgment and destruction, he's given a glimpse of the victory of the saints. God told John how the story would end with victory. In spite of unparalleled trials, the saints will win with their eyes fixed on Jesus. John the Revelator was shown a most magnificent scene. I like to think of it as Thanksgiving on the Sea of Glass. The greatest Thanksgiving celebration that will ever happen. God's people have experienced trials and challenges ever since the fall. The pioneers of our faith experienced trials and challenges that appeared daunting at times. But with their eyes fixed on Jesus, they made it through. We experience challenges today. And even greater challenges tomorrow. But with our eyes fixed on Jesus, one day, those challenges will be forgotten as with our spiritual ancestors and the pioneers of our faith, we celebrate Thanksgiving on the Sea of Glass. Let's be there.